Hey, 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 legends, Fraser Brooks here, coming to you live from Dubai today with episode 255 of the Network Marketing Ninja podcast. As you might be able to tell, I am kind of out of breath. I am back on the treadmill. It's my goal, again, for the next, at least the next five or six podcasts to do the podcasts from the treadmill. So I do apologize in advance if towards the end of this, uh, this podcast, I'm like, okay, all right, don't forget to do this. Uh, because already I feel like I'm exhausted. I've been on this for 30 minutes or so. All right, anyway, top kind of, uh, well, today I'm going to talk about three things that I believe you need to obsess over. Now, I don't want to scare you when I say obsession. But the reality is, in order for you to become successful, you're going to have to get obsessed about at least one of the three things that I'm going to share with you. But this obsession is going to turn into success. And when you get the success, it's going to be much easier for you to actually realize the obsession that you actually have and improve on it. So let me kind of take you back. When I got started in Network Marketing, I wasn't very obsessed with it. I, w- I, just, I was obsessed with the idea of making $300 a month. And that is what I became obsessed over. And that's what I leaned into. How do I make $300 a month? When you're obsessed over something, it's how do you do it? How can I improve? When I've got there, what am I going to get? When I've got there, what am I going to do differently? What am I got to do differently to what I'm doing now in order to make it happen? You just obsess over so much, right? For those of you who've ever obsessed over a boy or a girl, maybe you've gone on their social media, you've stalked them on social media, not like in real life, I hope, right? You, you, you think about all the things you're going to say to them, you think about what you're going to wear, if you can take them out on a date, like you obsess about everything, your future with them, conversations you're going to have, like just everything, right? So obsession is super, super important. So let's go over the three things. Now, Before I do that, I just got to say, I do say this most episodes, that I massively, massively, massively appreciate you guys taking the time listening into each and every single one of these podcasts. Um, Whether you're walking the dog and listening, whether you're cleaning the house and listening, maybe you're on your way to work or back from work and you're listening in, I massively appreciate it. The only issue I've got is because there's no like button, there's no view account, I'm not eight or there's no comments. I'm not able to see that you're tuning in. So I haven't asked for this for a long time, but if you could do me a massive favor, go onto the Apple Podcast Store and just go and leave a five-star rating and review. And because I haven't asked for people to do it for a long time, I haven't had many five-star rating and reviews for a long time because I know if you don't ask, you don't get, right? If you don't ask someone to do something, they just most likely won't go and do it. So I would massively, massively appreciate it if you just take... Two minutes out of your life, Apple Podcast Store, search for the Network Marketing Ninja Podcast, leave a five-star rating and review, and maybe next week I will, uh, I will think about a way how I can uh, reward you guys for doing that, so I really do appreciate it. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, the first thing, you need to obsess over solving people's problems. Now, you've heard this a million times, right? The art of sales is simply solving someone's problem, okay? But the problem is, is the majority of people see what you have and it's too complicated for them because maybe you're, you're only selling the product and it's complicated for them because they think, why would I spend $200 on a load of protein shakes when I can get a month's supply of protein for $37 down in my supermarket? For them, that's complicated in their head because if they have to start doubting it, doubt is actually linked to anxiety, right? Because doubt is a belief, right? I believe that this is not the right thing to do. I believe that there's something I need to doubt here. I believe that I shouldn't do this. Have you ever had that gut instinct before where you're like, oh, I don't think I should do this? The other side is, I I definitely think I should do this. So 
You've got to obsess, how am I solving people's problems in the easiest way possible? So you might have a, a product, like let's stick with the protein shake. You might have a, a weight loss shake, let's say, a weight, a weight loss shake. And the problem it solves is losing weight. How are you going to make it super simple that not only people see what you have, but also they kind of see the value in it? So it's like, hey, I help people lose weight and I make sure they do it, otherwise I give them their money back. If you absolutely know that if someone uses your product every day, they follow your guidance and they hold you account and you hold them accountable that they will succeed, why not be as bold and brave as that? Why not? Right? I know, stone cold fact, that if you follow my guidance with the products that I use, you are going to lose two kilos in the next month, right? That is going to make it very easy and simple for someone to go, well, I'll give that a go. Think about it. How many times have you gone shopping to like these different places or you've gone into, you've seen different programs online and it basically tells you, I will help you do X, otherwise I'll give you your money back. Now, on the other side, you could start thinking, yeah, well, hang on a minute. If they've got a money back guarantee, then, uh, hmm, Maybe it's because other people have had the money back before, so they kind of do it, whatever. But the first thing is you need to obsess over solving people's problems. Number two, and by the way, if, pe- if, you have, if you do solve people's problems and you feel that people just aren't seeing it, it's because the problem is not sexy enough or exciting enough for them. They might have the problem, but there are other alternatives that they want to consider. Therefore, yours is then too complicated because it's not, it's not something innovative or there's not something inside of it that they haven't done. Usually when it comes to like health and wellness, if you're in health and wellness, it's the accountability aspect because they've tried loads of different things, but they don't know how many they should do. They don't know how much of each thing they need. They don't do it for long enough. With you as their ambassador, they can win. All right. So number one, obsess over solving people's problems. Number two, this is kind of simple, but most people don't really think about it. Obsess over people finding you. Obsess over people finding you. Why? If someone can't find you, but they can find your friend, they're going to buy from your friend 10 times more than they're going to buy from you. So whenever you, you're, in, when you're, ever, you're a company event or whenever you're sitting at home, wherever you're on a Zoom call, and you get that moment of frustration where it's like, why is she winning more than me? Why is he winning more than me? Why is there people in the company who are absolutely crushing it? They don't seem to be working as hard as me, but they seem to be getting more results as me. Why? People can find them more. People can find them more, right? So I'll be honest with you and open with you. In 2017, 18, 19, we were getting so many eyeballs. It was just ridiculous, Right, we were we were going live on Facebook, and it was funny because we've got Dare to Dream happening in three days. Right on Thursday, it's happening, which I'm so freaking excited about. I cannot explain to you. But what was happening was, I was looking through all my Facebook lives that I was doing, and it was so measurable because the number of views that we were getting, we were getting like twenty, thirty thousand views, four, five thousand, six, six, five, four, five, three, four, five, six thousand um, uh, comments. Hundreds and hundreds of shares, like five, six, seven, eight hundred shares every single episode because it was just Facebook people built on, right? It was just Facebook. Everyone was on Facebook. There might have been a couple of percent on Instagram or, you know, just use Twitter or YouTube, but the majority of people was on Facebook. And it was so simple for me to just go, right, once a week, 
I'll post every day, but once a week on a Tuesday, I'll go deep for 35, 45 minutes on one topic and I'll just give value. But over the years, and all I did was my, my main goal was to get people from one Tuesday live to watch the replays and then on to the next Tuesday live. And it worked so well. Then other people come onto the scene. Other people start going onto uh, YouTube more and Instagram more and TikTok more. And I don't know the official stats, but if you were to take a group of 100 people and ask them what's the preferred social media method, social media platform, I think maybe 50, 60 people would say Facebook. Then maybe 30 people would say um, Instagram. And then maybe 10, 20 people would say in between TikTok and YouTube, right, at the moment. And that's going to change and change and change. More people are coming back to Facebook and then they're leaving and they're coming back and they're leaving and so on and so forth. So the point of what I'm saying here is you have to also adapt, innovate and pivot. There goes the dog. You have to adapt, innovate and pivot to understand where people are and how you get their attention. So in 2017, 18, 19, 20, it was live video, live video, live video, live video. Now we've gone into an era of short form video, right? Short form video in TikTok, short form video as real, short form video as stories. But one thing that people have forgotten is it's all about selling people to consume the next or previous piece of content. That's the goal. But we seem to obsess over we've got to sell, we've got to sell, we've got to sell, we've got to sell. Notice how none of the things that I'm talking about is about selling. It's obsessed over solving people's problems, obsessed over people finding you. And the third one is obsessed over using your money wisely. I'm going to shock a lot of you guys here. But when it's winter, we tend to think about winter. And when it's summer, we tend to think about summer. So right now, I want you to identify which season, like whether it's summer or winter, in your network marketing business. Summer is when things are going great, life is good. Winter is when things are going down or things are stuck and it doesn't feel so good. I'm going to have it a guess that when it's summer, you spend your money a little bit more freely. You go out and celebrate, you buy a new outfit, you, you, you look to upgrade your car, you start looking at new houses because things are on the up and you start projecting what next year's income is going to be before the first of the, the year even has started. And when it's winter, you hold on to that credit card a little bit more. You start thinking, whoops, we probably need to set up a budget. You start thinking, you know what, I only wore that outfit once, I'll wear it again. Here's the thing. When it's summer, you need to think about winter and when it's winter, you need to get excited about the summer. I'm going to say that again. When it's summer, you need to think about the winter. But when it's winter, you need to think about the summer. This is going to help change the game for you, I promise you, and get you out of tricky situations. And you need to obsess over this. You need to obsess over this. It'll change your life because it'll change your mindset. And the other example, instead of the, the, the seasons, is... When, you, when you've got to think negative when things are positive and you've got to think positive when things are negative, right? You have to. Here's why. So let's say things are going good. And at the moment, things are going good, you think positive. So you just spend in, spend in, spend in. Maybe a course or a mentorship program has come up and you're like, yeah, I'll do that, I'll do that. You get a ticket or you're investing it and you don't pay attention to it because everything is good. Then the winter you're in a negative situation. You hold on to your credit card more. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa no, no, I'm not going to no, do that. 
I'm not going to join that thing. I'm not going to buy that thing. Something just doesn't feel quite right at the moment to do that. But that's the time that you would be paying attention. That's the time you need to invest in something in order to grow. I'm not just telling you this as a content creator, as a course creator, as a mentor, as a coach, as a speaker. I'm not telling you as that. I'm just letting you know that I've made the mistake before that when things are good, I assume that, I assume that everything's going to go good forever. And when things are bad, I start panicking. I started to escape. I started to flight away from the situation. I used to play golf. I used to go hang out with my friends all to avoid the dip in my business, all to avoid the dip in my business. So if you obsess over solving people's problems, you obsess over people finding you and you obsess over using your money wisely, you will have a very successful business. Now, if you do one of them very well, you'll probably have a six-figure business. If you do two of them very well, you'll probably have a multiple six-figure business in time. If you do all three of them well, you will generate wealth like you could never believe. Most people, though, are obsessed with people finding them. And that is a great place to start because people can find you, people will eventually buy from you. It's just then making your offer slightly more obvious. Okay? So, with that being said, big love to each and every single one of you. I hope you have an incredible day. Please, if you haven't already done so, go over onto the Apple Podcast Store, leave a five star rating and review. I know if you're an existing pod, uh, if you're an existing pod, podcast subscriber and listener. Then you're like, oh, was he not going to say? Was he not going to say to share this screenshot on his social media? No. Today, episode 255. Please just go over to the Apple Podcast Store, leave a five star rating or review. I would be forever grateful. I really mean that. And I'll see you next time. All right, guys. Big love. Have a great day.